0: I tell you, everyone is looking for the next winning product and because it needs a visual explanation, I'm sharing new hot products with in-depth analysis on YouTube. Go to Tech Money Talks on YouTube. However, here's the problem most people have in dropshipping. You need to be willing to test at least 10 products to find success. And each product you're testing, you need to be willing to risk up to $250 in ads to find out if it even sells. That means you would have to risk up to $2,500 in ads with the hopes to find something that sells. Now, what if I could wave a magic wand and remove all the cost of ads and it allows you to test 10 new products? Wouldn't that be amazing? Would you test more products if it was for free? I've been working hard for the past few months and I did just that, and I'm giving it away dirt cheap to the podcast listeners only. I want you to go to dropposting.com/go. dropposting.com/go. Be sure to add the slash go to there because that's where you're going to get this dirt cheap. Go there and find out more information. Hey, everybody, Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Noah Brewer as a special guest on the show. And for those of us in e com, you should know who he is because a couple of years ago, Noah produced $1.5 million with Facebook ads by the age of 17. Fast forward to today, he's 19 now and produced over $6 million in sales, teaching dropshippers how to master Facebook ads. Noah's journey is just so inspiring. If you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Noah is a Facebook ads expert in digital marketing, helping dropshippers master Facebook ads, and he's becoming a major influencer in this space. Noah continues to raise the bar, and he's been keeping it real. This brother's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're gonna learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Noah's been absolutely killing it in Facebook ads, helping clients do $1.3 million within two months. He has an awesome presence on YouTube. He's been dropping value, so be sure to check him out there. Noah is crushing it with a one-on-one Facebook ads agency delivering huge value. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time, and I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Noah, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going?
1: Everything is good. What a, that, That's a crazy intro. <laughs>
0: that's awesome, bro. Well, hey, man, you deserve it for sure. And especially at the age of 19. Man, it's just really, really ins- inspiring with with what you've done so far. And I say you got a huge future ahead of you. And uh, I'm really excited about this podcast. And I know your time is valuable. And uh, so I want to make the most out of, out of it. But Maybe, uh, for the audience, you know, so they can get to know you a little bit better. We could start off by, you know, sharing your journey
1: into e-commerce and Facebook ads. Yeah. So, I mean, you say, you know, you know, I love the age thing because people think that what I've done at at 19 is crazy. But when you look at it, like, let me put things into perspective. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you care about your age or whatever. Um but like let's let's use an example. Let's say that you're like twenty twenty-eight, right? Uh-huh. You know, the the thing is with me is I started getting into or I started discovering self employment as as just as an idea when I was around fourteen. So uh, I really I really had to grind for I don't know, what what is that like two and a half, three years before I started making any money at all. Wow. So A lot of a a huge learning curve had to happen, especially since I was still in in high school when I started. Um, So, you know, the the age thing, there's literally no difference between you and me, except for, you know, I just got started a little bit earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the reality is like you've been putting putting in the work at 14, which leads up like you have still been putting the work up to
1: them. Yeah, exactly. And it would have been no different if if you're 25. Um, It could still take you a few years. Um, you know, the only, the only thing is, is like, if I started now, then I would be like, you know, 23 when I did this, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very good point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
1: The the age is a buzzword and it makes it, it make I feel like it makes people impatient. Like, I don't want to put off that. I don't want to put off that vibe. Like, Oh, I'm 25 and he's 19. He's already doing all this stuff. Like, no, I had the, like, I still had to go through a lot to get here. It wasn't just like, Oh, I turned 18 and now I make a ton of money. You know what I mean?
0: True. Yeah, that gives great perspective for sure. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And uh, so then with that, so maybe, you know, quickly paint that picture for the audience. Like
1: how, what was your journey like? Yeah, so in the very beginning, I started getting into the stock market. Um, I met, I didn't meet him, but I I started watching Timothy Sykes, which he had a Lambo, he had a Lamborghini and he was talking about making, uh, I don't know, $10,000 a month, which I'm pretty sure he was making more than that, but that's what he said to like draw people in. (laughs) And the fact that he was doing that on his own, you know, I come from like a middle-class family. I I was not aware that people even did that in the first place. And that just infatuated me. Like it turned almost overnight. It made me want to, it made me go from wanting to be an architect to wanting to be an entrepreneur like overnight. The the second I saw it, I was like, this is what I need to do. Wow. No boss. So I studied, I studied the stock market for about a year uh started doing like the games where you could like pretend that you're investing but with fake money to practice. Yeah. And you know that's that's when I realized, you know, I don't have any money. So uh I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything with the knowledge that I learned. And even then I probably would have lost it all <laughs> either way. Um so that's when I discovered business. I had a friend introduce me to network marketing, um which I did not get I didn't end up joining because I didn't have the money to. But he took me to some of their like conferences, and they explained to me how you can sell things to make money, and it made perfect sense to me. Even though I couldn't afford to go that route, about a year later, the same friend got into door-to-door for solar, um, and all the while, you know, we were studying online businesses and sales, you know, Grant Cardone, all these people, uh, which they weren't even that big back then, but they were still there, and they gave really good advice. Um, But when I started doing door to door, that was the transition between, you know, just being an observer and starting to become a doer, which I think is like a huge it's like a pivotal point in any entrepreneurs, you know, time frame, because most people, especially when just just starting out, you just want to sit on your couch and just watch YouTube videos and read books and do all this stuff. Um, And it's like a big Big turning point when you actually go out into the world and make yourself uncomfortable and put yourself out there.
2: Yeah.
3: Wow. And door
1: to door, door to door was that thing for me, and I hated every every second of knocking on people's doors. I hated, but I did it for about six months. And What'd really what oh, did you dude, learn from that? Oh, dude, it taught me it taught me everything. Like, it taught me that making money without having somebody tell you what to do was possible. Mm. Um, which at the time, I think I was only 15. Like, I was like 15 or 16. Actually no, I think I was sixteen, not fifteen. That's awesome. So we couldn't close deals. We were getting paid per lead because we couldn't sign contracts like legally. So we were basically knocking on doors, like, "Hey, do you want to? <laughs> you want to sit down with one of the consultants that they can sell yeah. you on it?" Because we can't. Yeah. And you know, tons of doors slammed on our face. Like it was depressing. Man. Like it had me in tears sometimes. I would knock on like a hundred doors and not get a single. Appointment set and it would just break me down. But like I feel like it was it was that that pounding That you know taught me how to hustle and like how to be consistent and also Appreciating the fact that you can sell things online Because that was just like so it was so horrible that it made everything else so much easier
0: That reminds me of you know that that's similar to the story of like even the wolf of wall street right that jordan belford like even when he talks about his experience started like he i remember he was like going door to door and that experience i mean it's tough but i would say you know learning from that and the sales and and the persistence i mean it's it's kind of like hard-earned experience but it's something that um yeah i mean it's like everyone has to go through that
1: I feel so every everybody does go through it in their own way, yeah, um, and it was like a big uh you know like me and my friend we got really into it and got honestly, we got really good at sales, like you know, I think he was like seventeen <laughs> the, he was a little bit older than me, but even then like we were we were banging on doors and getting like two three appointments I mean, we were getting more appointments than the guys that were doing it for years, um yeah, just because we were we had somebody like give us a pirated version of of Grant Cardone's course, the, the 10X University, I think it was, or no, uh-huh. Cardone, Cardone University.
2: Uh-huh. So we were like
1: studying that and we were doing cold calls, like just for the fun of it, trying to sell websites and, you know, just really focusing on mastering sales because we yeah. knew that if you could sell something, you'll never have to work for somebody else again. And that was our goal.
0: Wow. And that was like at 15, 16. Yeah. Man, that's
1: amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like, and even, uh, cause now it has me curious, like what was the inspiration for like wanting to, cause like not every 15, like, like, uh, my son just, you know, turned 16, maybe about a couple of weeks, but he, you know, he doesn't have that fire in the belly. Like, you know, the way you're describing right now.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as a kid, I would always do like little, little chores around the house for like five bucks here and there. And Uh my parents parents were separated, so, you know, I had two two floors that I could clean. I had two cars that I could clean, two cupboards that I can wipe down, you know. So every time I would go visit my dad, I'd be like, hey, can I do this for five bucks? Can I do this for ten bucks? Just to, like, save up money. And I would always save up, like, four or five hundred dollars and then just go blow it all in something. Like, (laughs) I'm talking about when I'm really young. I'm talking about, like, middle school.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
1: But I would buy like I would buy a bike like a $500 bike when I was like 12 I bought wow uh, a fi- another $500 scooter and then you know I bought a really nice watch in like 7th grade or something but that's you know I've just always been like that like I've always been really good with money just saving it up and really uh-huh. bad with really bad with keeping it like I would just spend it all um, <laughs> that was the point why I would save it up and and literally freshman year of high school one of my friends was just like, Hey, I know you like money. So he handed me a book on the stock market and that's what started it all.
0: And you know what? I'm I'm glad that you brought up like the stock market because I always use the analogy, uh, you know, related to drop shipping and the the power of, of Facebook ads and scaling. Like I relate that to like a high frequency trader, you know, the same way a, a trader has an algorithm that, you know, Say that you buy low, sell high, and then they repeat that, you know, thousands of times over,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, it's the
0: same thing and like a a parallel in with Facebook ads.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, the the fundamentals of growing a business are the same across everything. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the same with, you know, driving a car. They're the same with learning how to ride a bike. They're the same with growing a million dollar business. Same with having a relationship. It's all, you know, you, you find something that works and you just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's literally that simple and, and people don't need to overcomplicate it. Like it's on a broad scale. It's really that simple. Like if you take one store to $100,000 in sales mm-hmm. and and you turn around and do something completely different to like test out a new method, like that's just dumb. Like there there's the argument that like, oh, it could do better. But like there's a time for testing and there's a time for scaling. And when you have something that works really well. It's your time it's your time to scale. It's your time to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's the one single fundamental that has, you know, allowed me to replicate my system so many different times over so many different stores is I don't get confused. Like I don't let people get into my mind. There's a million different strategies out there with Facebook ads, with e commerce. Yeah. And if you try to listen to all of them, like you're literally just digging yourself a hole.
0: And I remember I did catch, you know, part of your strategy, which I thought was really good because Tanner Plains, which I I think you're friends with uh, Tanner, right? He was a a previous featured guest on the podcast earlier in the year. And part of what I do, you know, Tech Money Talks is like, you know, I like to prove out strategies and things like that. So I did purchase uh, Tanner's course to prove out what he was teaching, which was awesome. And, and that's where I caught what you were doing, because you contributed some portions of the, of the education related to Facebook ads and, yep. and even the strategies there. And actually, it kind of sparks a question in my mind, like, is that $5 ad strategy still working today? I'm not sure when you did the, those videos, yeah. if it was like a year or two ago, but is that still yes, holding I true? The, the,
1: yeah. the testing strategy that I have, it's literally been the same for about a year and a half yeah um, and the main reason for that is because i don't I don't see Facebook requiring any more than what I already do like all that I do is I make seven ad sets if the product if the product you're selling is is less than fifty dollars, all you need is five dollars a day if you're selling it for a hundred dollars, you could still do five dollars a day but uh. it's it's not gonna be as quick like if it works and you have like a thirty dollar cost of purchase, you're not gonna make that many sales
3: mm-hmm
1: so I always recommend if, if the cost is below fifty, run at five. If it's above fifty, you could run at five, but you can also run at $10, 15 20, you know, whatever you're comfortable doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's yeah, awesome.
1: It, it stayed the same. Because it stayed the same. I'm a true believer that if it's gonna pop off, it's gonna it's gonna go. You know, it's still still to this day, if it doesn't make a sale in two days after making seven ad sets, I'll I'll just turn it off and move on.
0: Which I think is really great. You know, having that methodology in place, people don't have to worry about losing their shirt in Facebook ads. Cause I mean, I help a lot of people too. I, I started this uh, group in Chicago. We call it Dropship Chicago. And now it's grown to like over. 220 members we do things you know we do different workshops things like that helping people get started but long story short there were some people that came in that was already going off on their own taking action talking about how they already lost so much money in Facebook ads try and it was funny because there's one guy that I think he probably already spent like over two thousand dollars in Facebook ads and then he came to the workshop wanting to know how can he tweak a Facebook ads to make this losing product a winner and uh-huh. I was like, I was like, you're, you're so emotionally attached to this losing product when you can go choose, you know, something else. And if you have a methodology in place, you know, to test, you know, that's what, you know, product testing is all about. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on that? Like, I mean, I think what you laid out in your own strategy there is like, I mean, you're not going to lose your shirt testing. I mean, you're testing, uh, but you know, you're moving on, right? You're not getting emotionally attached to a product.
1: Yeah. And it's impossible for me to, I work I've tested so many products that, like, if you came to me with a list of 100 products just randomly chosen off of AliExpress, like, chances are, if they're decent products, you just come with me with a bunch of crap, then obviously not. But if (laughs)
3: they're
1: decent, if they're good products that solve a problem and stuff, chances are I've tested about 70 of them. Wow. Not not me personally, but just throughout students or clients, you know, just because I look over so many different accounts. Yeah. um, so i mean it's it would be impossible for me to even you know care a little bit about the products that are getting tested um i just i I look at the results and if they don't work, I just move on and to the you'll hear people talking about like oh i i i lost i was losing like a thousand or I was losing like a hundred dollars a day for a week, and then after that it got profitable like I've heard stories like that before, but to me, I say, you know you can have fun with that because. Mm-hmm. There are products that will be profitable like in the first two days. And when you're pushing volume, when you're testing, you know, hundreds of products a month, uh, you just don't have time to wait on products. There's, yeah. there's, no re- there's no reason to. Um, and, and the ad strategy behind it is kind of like, you know, screw it, put something together, let it run. If it makes a few sales, maybe we'll spend a little bit more money trying to make it work with maybe like a better video or better you know something but there are marketers out there that will put together like the perfect site the perfect video the perfect copy the perfect pictures you know the perfect everything and they spend like a month or two trying to make it work in a few grand and to the ones that end up do making it work i say that it probably would have worked anyways uh huh and that's just me basing it off of experience and plus if you have a winning product, and I take your winning product, and I put it on my store and try to sell it, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna win with it as well. There's a lot of, there's literally 100 different factors that decide (laughs) whether or not it's gonna work. And honestly, half half of those factors are not even in your control. So I kinda just like putting a product up and just letting it run. Because Facebook ads, it's not like your ad is being seen by the same thousand people every single time. If that was the case then it would be a matter of having a better ad or a better website. But your ad is being seen by different people with you know different income levels, different ages, different interests, different genders, you know all these different factors to where even if you make a better website, you're you're not going to have the same exact traffic anyways, so it's not like you're going to see a direct performance change. Yeah, it's and, definitely definitely a bit different perspective from the normal because everybody wants to seem like the marketing grew Mm -hmm. but you know to be completely honest like if you just throw something up if it's a good product it'll work yeah you know you don't have to overthink it and you don't have to uh be super careful and and have like a beautiful site and if it doesn't work then you don't need to tweak the ads to try to make it work like you're trying to you're trying to shine rust that's what you're trying to do
0: and the thing that, I, and even to add to that, because the thing that I'm sort of stumbling on over the past month or so, and 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 you were asking about it earlier, like I'm I'm seeing a difference right now. Like even the one thing that's making a big difference is the offer, and I, I've been explaining it this way, which is like like you described. You know, there could be one person selling. The, the product that is getting sales and another person trying to sell the same product and he's not getting any sales. Mm-hmm. And one of the main reasons is it's the offer. The offer is the difference between, you know, you know, and there's so many factors to what makes a great offer. And I, I don't want to take over the whole podcast, but like that's one of the key things that someone was like, okay, you know, if I have an irresistible offer related to this product and this other person has a lame or shitty offer, that's why I'm gonna get, you know, more sales than the next person.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: why I'm getting sales with, you know, one Facebook ad that's you know, not even, you know, retargeting, scaling whatever, anything fancy at that point. And I'm just like, wow, this is powerful. And and it goes back into okay, you know, you, now it could take, you know, like you said, there's 70 or whatever you said, 70 AliExpress products. Um, you know, a good number of them are like good products, right mm-hmm. now, say you slap that with an amazing offer around it, that's going to get sales compared to 95% of what everyone else is doing with just kind of the same, you know, thinking it's, you know, lights on a video or whatever they're doing, you know, to try to make it look shiny and, uh, and attractive, but it's not really the glitz and glam. It's more about, are you structuring the offer properly? Yeah, And uh, could, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. It could be i I would like to challenge you though,
2: yeah, <laughs> okay
1: because i i've I've been through like I've been through a lot of tests to try to really understand how Facebook works,
3: uh-huh
1: um, it's kind of like part of the leverage of like managing like thirty to forty ad accounts at once at all times uh-huh. is if you want to test like if you really want to test out one of your uh ideas,, yeah.
0: this is great, I like it, yeah,
1: you have that power too, so I want to challenge you.
0: Well, I love it. Yeah, what's the challenge?
1: Take, take your exact store design. Uh huh. What your exact product? Your exact store design. It can even be the same store name, but I don't want anything uh, attached to your current store.
2: Okay. okay.
1: So it can be the same store name, same logo, just in the domain name. Put like a little dash because you can't have two of the same domain names. So I'm yeah. basically telling you make an exact copy of your store. Yeah. Um, and then go on facebook make a make a new ad account a new facebook page and a new pixel yeah and and launch the same exact ad sets in the same exact way that you did on on your current store yeah and see what happens and do that do that maybe two or three times
0: <laughs> yeah well let me tell you this i'm actually i've already done that and tested it out because part of uh, like what i've been now promoting which is that dropship i call it dropship funnels but that I, I've been launching a done for you service as opposed to like trying to offer a course and and I don't want to go too deep, but it relates to your challenge, which is like, you know, I've seen, you know, with the group that I, that I told you I've helped and with the podcast and number of people, there's, there's no lack of information at this point. You know, there's, Tons of information on YouTube, tons of courses, there's tons of mentors, but there's still the reality that I'd say 90% of the people aren't taking action. They're not, they have a mental block to like take the next step. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I I call it human inertia. So uh, it's like, you know, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. So um, it's it's the same way with the customers that buy, a buyer is a buyer is a buyer. So once I have an attractive offer to get customers buying, they're going to buy more. And I'm gonna find out how hot the buyer is. But say what I'm talking about here, which is someone that's looking to start drop shipping, and they've learned everything. You know, I've heard it like testimonials where they come, they're like, you know, Brian, I've done everything. I've YouTube courses. I was gonna sit down at Starbucks and I did everything but start my store. <laughs> Something as simple as start. You know, they did everything. so. there people have some mental blocks. So I'm like, okay let me just the same way you're providing a Facebook service. And we'll talk about that. But I was like, okay, let me just create a copy. Just like you said, I actually create everything the same. I create a copy of the, of the funnels that I create, the exact same product offer, stuff like that. Just kind of change the name slightly Mm -hmm. and boom. And I would say with, with, you know, just the basic single ad. uh, So like, you know, I was posting, you know, student success, you know, they got started their first day, their first day of ad, a $50 ad spend, and it was over $300 uh, in there. And he was just so happy. So I'm like, and then I transfer everything over. I'm like, okay, it's all set up, you know, go, you know, run your business at this point. And everything you learned whoever you're following, now that they have a business business that's in motion, uh, hopefully, you know, they'll be able to run it and continue to stay in motion. And so far, uh, it's it's been, it's been working out. Um, but... But I was curious about even working with you, because like I said, I I haven't uh, I haven't been, you know, scaling or doing anything the way that that you work Facebook ads. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I I, I still don't get why you're not doing retargeting and lookalike, but we'll we'll look at it, though. Yeah. Well, no,
0: it's it's just time. So for me, everybody only has 24 hours uh, within a day. So and and literally, you know, stumbling upon this, you know, finally putting this together has happened maybe within the last you know month or two. and at the same time, so it's like you know I have my own technology company, I have this podcast, I have that dropship Chicago group, I got a family, you know there's so many things. so like and then you know trying to share this information and then also put together this done for you service so that I could see that okay it's not only repeating and working for me, but I can repeat it and, and get it to work for others that are just looking to get started. So it's like all of those factors. But my next step, 2020, is like, okay, now let's take this thing that, that works without doing anything fancy in Facebook, but now let's get fancy. Let's get fancy with Facebook. And I'm even thinking about you know, Google Ads and, and other things as well, because I, uh, I think there's something powerful there for sure.
1: Yes, I've been hearing a lot about Google Ads.
0: Yeah, what are your but- thoughts on that?
1: uh I've never really I, I've always been drifting away from it just because I've been so focused on Facebook. Um, it was like one yeah. of the things, one, one of the things I was always taught was like if you're really trying to get good at something, just focus on that one thing and don't get distracted yeah know? yeah And if you know for me like i I focus on Facebook ads, right? like I run Facebook ads for other dropshippers, so i'm I'm not trying to grow like a big e-commerce brand. If if you're trying to grow a big e-commerce brand, then you mm-hmm. should leverage people that are good at one thing, right? Like I don't think yeah. I don't think that Brian McCumber should be the master of Facebook ads, the master of Google, YouTube, TikTok. You know this that like uh-huh. I think that you should you should work with, uh, you know the master of Facebook ads, and you should work with the master of Google ads. Yeah. Um. And I think every single dropshipper should diversify because Facebook is very uh uh, volatile right now like you can get your ad account disabled with the snap of a finger yeah yeah and other platforms are becoming the same way so i i always recommend to you know students that have a winner like go experiment with google ads go experiment with this go experiment with that because that's how you grow a real business like you can't rely just on facebook ads even though they are great they scale good The pixel tracking is sometimes good, sometimes bad, but it's a great setup. It's probably the best advertising platform out there right now. Yeah. But it has its pros and cons. And if you're relying on a dropshipping store or even e-commerce brand or anything, it would be pretty dumb just to rely on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. No, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because, uh, you know, and and hopefully for the audience here, you're understanding this is that, you know what Noah Brewer does is that he has a, a a Facebook ads agency, and he helps you know drop shippers become what would you say you know greater drop shippers through the power of of Facebook ads. You know that's yeah exactly expertise. like I
1: I literally only focus on Facebook ads, um, yeah. and my experience with Shopify and drop shipping and product research and all that has just been a byproduct of that. Like yeah. how I started out was. Uh, I had a mentor to teach me how to scale with Facebook ads and people, people would come to me like, Hey, I have uh, data from, from Instagram influencers and yeah. we would make lookalike. So I actually learned how to scale before I even learned how to test. So I've always just been focused on Facebook ads, never about like, Oh, I need to make a store. I need to test products. I need to do this. Um, and I really started getting into learning how to test products like after I've already generated over a million in sales, you know, just, just by scaling other people's stores.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: You know, I I come from a, a way different perspective than other people in this space. Cause a lot of people, they have like one successful store, two or three or four, like I've grown over 50 stores to six figures. Like not a lot of people can say that granted they aren't my stores. Like I don't have a lot of experience with customer service and, you know, managing VAs for the stores, but I have a hundred percent of the experience for Facebook ads. Yeah. You know, like that's what I do. That's my, that's my one thing that I like to focus
0: on. And that skill set and experience is powerful. I mean, it's really powerful and you're learning so much more just because, I mean, that level of, of experience that, that you have. Yeah. It's, it's huge. And then what I was trying to, you know, share with the audience is like, okay, to give perspective, like, okay, you know Noah's not trying to. You know, unless you are interested in becoming a Facebook ad, but the, what what Noah's saying is, is, you know, recommending that if you're a drop shipper and wanting to become a you know successful drop shipper, that you know diversify. Facebook is great, and you can use you know the power of Facebook, but he's saying you know also diversify so that you're not just tied or beholden to one platform because like you said, they could change the rules. They could cut you off. They could do so many different things and uh, you know, you want to be well-structured, right? To protect yep. your and business. Very,
1: very important. I said, if you already, if you're already making money, if you're not making money, you should focus on one thing.
0: Um, oh, good. Good point.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. if you're just starting out, you don't want to try to, you know, just, just figure one thing out and then expand from there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, but if you do have a winner, you already know the product works. So for example, you're running Facebook ads, you know that Facebook ads work, you're profiting money from it. You know that your product is a winner for sure. <clears throat> then when you go bring it over to Google ads, you already know that the product works. So then it's just a matter of figuring out how to make it work on Google ads because
0: really good point. Yeah.
1: Like one really, really hard thing. It's, it's probably the hardest thing about getting started is trying to figure out the platform and trying to find a winner at the same time. Because when you're testing strategies, you don't know if it's the strategy that's performing horribly or you don't know if it's the product that's performing horribly. Yeah. Same exact thing like when you're testing products. You don't know if it's the product or the strategy. So if you're trying to learn Google ads, Facebook ads, TikTok ads, and test products on all those platforms, like you're just so all over the place. And
0: what, what do you have, and what's kind of your process? Cause now it has me curious about like your thought process and like the testing methodology. So where you shift from testing to scaling.
1: Yep. So I really like to get a few base, you know, $5 a day, 10, you know, you know, just your ad set budget campaigns, uh, just testing interest. I like to have a few campaigns just doing that before I scale anything. Uh-huh. Just so that I can let the ad account get some consistency and build up some momentum, you know, get some consistent sales flowing through your account. Um, see what ad sets are working the best, and then what I'll do, just as like a broad, which there's a lot more uh, specific stuff on my YouTube, but just as a broad term, I take the best performing ad sets and put them into a CBO, mm-hmm. and then I just let that run, and then from there, it's all about replicating that CBO process, you know, making a new CBO like every five to seven days. And that's kind of like how I scale up vertically.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. I like that.
1: One of my, <clears throat> one of my students towards the beginning of this year, the beginning of 20, 2019, uh, I filmed uh, every single meeting we had, uh, which we, we were meeting every single day, which is not really something that I offered to a lot of people, but he was an exception. Uh-huh. Um, I filmed every single meeting and I I walked this guy through getting up to 10k a day. Um, what was he spending? I think he was spending like two or 3000 a day at that point. Actually, maybe, maybe less. I don't know, but really good row as. So I actually have a video where you can watch me take one of my students to $10,000 a day for nothing. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Like you could just, you know, you could see every single step of the process. And I have videos, it it was about six months ago, um, and this was a new CBO strategy that I was testing out. Um, That's awesome. I I filmed the whole thing, and obviously a lot of things have changed since then, but I've updated videos on my YouTube about how I've kind of innovated the strategy and, you know, ducked around some, uh, you know, because some things work then that don't really work that good now, so I've kind of changed some things, but... Uh, I mean, it's all out there, like the content on how I scale is on my YouTube. I have that video webinar site sort of thing
0: That's great, man. yeah, I say for the audience, be sure to to check out Noah's YouTube channel because he is dropping value there and what's the uh, YouTube channel called?
1: It's just my name, so if you just if you just look up on YouTube Noah Brewer Facebook ads, I'll come up.
0: Cool. Cool. And we'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes, um, the podcast, but yeah. That's yeah, I'll great. have
1: to, I'll have to give you the link to the, uh, the video where I, where I grew that store. Live. The
0: specific one. Yeah, for sure. Yep.
1: Yeah. Cause that, that was honestly surprises me. And there, every single time I take a store to six figures, I'm like, damn, should have fi- filmed it. Like, <laughs> but, but when you're, when you're in the moment, like you don't, you don't think about it. It's just at that time, the reason he was filming the calls because it wasn't me; it was him, is because he wanted to go back on them so that he can learn later, which is really, really smart. Um, but for me, I'm just like, screw it. Let's just let, let's do the call. Let's let's get you making money, and you know, I'll regret not filming it later, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're doing great things for sure, and dropping real value. So yeah, I'd say for the audience, I mean, especially if you're looking to to learn. Facebook ads and and how to optimize Noah's a real deal and like I said I, I I picked up on on your videos it was through Tanner Plains's uh, course because you, you you contributed videos within there which sure. was really awesome and it actually has me curious so what's what's the story behind working with Tanner and getting to know Tanner and all that
1: yeah so I went to middle of 2018 June I went to Los Angeles uh to meet up with a few of my successful clients um just to have a good time you know me- meeting up yeah. with them you know we got like a really nice house in in Hollywood Hills and we had a few nice cars and it was it was fun awesome and i think it was one of my clients he just like he sent a picture of the house with the cars to Tanner on Instagram and and he was like come over and and Tanner actually came uh <laughs> like he just came and and like that was our first time meeting and like right away like we kicked it off he was like he was asking my clients like like how did like how did you do this like what was the strategy what was this and my clients just like pointed over to me (laughs) (laughs)
3: so
1: like I had this I had a great introduction to Tanner we talked a lot and you know we said like oh we should hang out like uh back where you stay which was well I don't want to say it here because I don't know if he wants people to know yeah but we ended up we ended up hanging out and then it was like, hey, like let's let's film a course. We were just on a call one day, and he's like, "Do you want to teach Facebook ads in my course? Because I want I want like the the right people teaching it." And I was like, "Yes." And I That's said, cool. "I said, but only if you book the flight now, because like he was gonna fly me out." And like, <laughs> in that, like on yeah. that call, we booked the flight, planned the whole thing, and I was down there within a month to film the course, and it helped a lot
0: and did that all that happen this year or was it last year
1: that was that was last year
0: that was last year wow man that's awesome man
1: yep and then i went back down there the beginning of this year i believe to film updated content
0: yeah oh okay yeah no that's great stuff man for sure yeah that's uh it's really cool yeah i really enjoyed uh going through it and you know i'd say for the audience you know noah's I would say probably at the age of 19, you know, a leading expert Facebook ads, just cause he has the experience, you know, greater than I'd say most of the people on this planet, <laughs> just because you're working it at, at a higher level, you know, multiple stores and repeating, it. And it's, it's a, a really awesome thing, man. And uh, I see we're coming close to, to the hour and I want to be respectful of, of your time and everything but man i feel like we could be talking for hours but i know your time is valuable too so i want to give you a chance before we uh close out here because i want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks what's the best way for the audience to follow you
1: uh probably my youtube
0: youtube okay my
1: youtube my youtube and my instagram i I mostly just mess around on my stories (laughs) though
0: okay cool we'll be sure to leave links to everything and even the the videos that we've mentioned we'll leave links to everything in the show notes And, uh, oh, one thing that I did remember, is it cool to follow up with you maybe in about six months, have you back on the podcast?
1: Yeah. I mean, Uh, if, if, if you want, you can ask people to like in the beginning, if they want a part two. you know, tell them to comment or like it or whatever, I'll I'll be more than happy to do that. And on uh, the, on the next one, we can talk more about, uh, specific strategies that I've used with, you know, top clients and doing. You know there, there's a lot that we can go into like I just have a ton of stories and experience with you know how Facebook ad works that I would love to chop it up with
0: dang man well we might have to do it sooner than than later then because uh, <laughs> yeah it has me interested and uh yeah I mean because maybe this was more of a get to know brewer podcast but you know maybe we could follow up with specific strategies strategies that would drop some value that'd be awesome man yeah
1: for yep, sure. Get get to know a brewer
0: <laughs> I like that a lot. That was, that was well, a good. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, cool, man. Well, we'll wrap it up here, and I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the only thing that I want to say is like the resources are out there, um, especially on my YouTube channel. Like that's that's the only thing that I want out of this. I put a lot of work into my videos, um, and I I give out a, a ton of like way more value than I should. Um, you know, but yeah. I should give out that much value. So, if if you want to learn more about strategies, I'm not even just shamelessly plugging myself. Um, just because I know that my strategy has changed so many lives, it's my ethical duty to tell everybody to follow me So, yeah, go yeah. go follow my YouTube. Check out the videos. Uh, leave comments. Let me know that you came from this podcast. Dude
0: that'll call it the podcast awesome bro man really great stuff all right noah well thanks man i really appreciate your time brother we'll be in touch
1: all right sounds good
0: thank you for listening to this episode of tech money talks endorsed by player fm you help make tech money talks the number one dropshipping podcast on the planet you help the show go mainstream because tech money talks podcast is now officially sponsored by spotify if you're ever in chicago join our dropship chicago meetup group held at 1871 to meet with me personally and other professional dropshippers. we do meetings weekly I'm now producing new, valuable content on YouTube weekly. Go check it out and subscribe. Tech Money Talks is teaching you all about money-making opportunities that technology can bring. We're just getting started. There's more great things to come. Stay plugged in. Throw me a shout out. And remember, you're just one product away.